Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute, a podcast that reviews every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic Dirty Harry, starring Clint Eastwood. I'm one of your hosts, John, and as ever, I'm joined with co-host Tim. Hi. Which Tim are you? OG. Our apologies to second uh, co-host Trent and our guest Shane, who's left, and Chaz, we are joined with. Hello there. Thanks for coming back, our friend, and... Tim 2, thanks for joining us. So now I'm um, Tim 1, 2 and 3. It's been an exciting afternoon. It's been a lot of Tims and a lot of Marys. But today we're reviewing Minute 47. Minute begins with Harry running to a phone booth and ends with the voice on the other side of a phone call saying, I give you a certain amount of time to go from phone booth to phone booth. What do you think of this minute, Chaz? Oh, I was on tenterhooks. I love this. I love the cat and mouse game in these kinds of movies, and the cat and mouse game is definitely on. I I, I like to see. I liked the uh, the little cutaway of uh, of Gonzalez in the in the car, but playing his role in this. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the old spine. I, I think. I think. Yeah. This is this is when the movie is really kicking into top gear. I feel. I, I like this minute a lot. It promises much. <laughs> When you first see Chico, that shot of him, I'm pretty sure when I first saw this movie, for the first few minute, um, second or two, I thought, "Oh, is that Scorpio? Is that the guy on the end of the end of the line?" Did you have that theory all those all I that don't time ago? Think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> anyone else? <laughs> and more the point, uh, Tim. Where do you think Scorpio is calling from? That's a really good question. Um, no mobiles back then. No car phones. Maybe he. As he says, as he says, Jazz, you'll never know when I see you. I wonder if he sees him at the beginning, though. Well, well, he, he first thing he asks him is, "Do you have the yellow suitcase?" So if he can see him, he knows he does. one <laughs> <laughs> I Sorry, yeah, that's right. In the letter, in the letter, of course, he just says yellow bag, doesn't he? He just assumes oh. that a cop's going to bring a suitcase. Yeah, call it out. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure that he isn't just at home. I don't think. I don't, yeah, like, I, I, I think he's playing mind game. I think he's, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he's, I mean, let's put it this way. Could he be near that marina, given that there seems to be only one phone, well, there's certainly no human beings at that marina at all, and only one phone for miles around, so I'm not sure he can see it. Well, it's plausible that if you walk into a Safeway customer service desk <laughs> and ask to use the phone, <laughs> you, you could. Maybe Scorpio is actually just... Just a Safeway worker. Maybe that's the reason he's he's asking for $200,000 because he doesn't make much money at the counter at Safeway. I love the uh, cinematography in this minute, Tim. Isn't it quite good? Might have been quite difficult for the focus puller, but the blue tones and the the black, Mm. it's just it's really well lit. I think think we mentioned this in another minute, but they use a lot of blacks or like lack of, you know, artificial lighting in this film. Yes. Like outside Bressler's office. (laughs) Mm, Yes. (laughs) What's that word? Diegetic, diegetic, the, the available light rather than um, 
light they've brought in, the cinematographers brought in. Oh, that's that, 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 that's a that's good word. You fancy. must have gone to, to college. You better yeah. make sure that doesn't get you killed. No, yeah. I've, I've merely got a sociology degree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Not much in this minute, is there? Not a lot to say. <laughs> Just got to follow follow the elements uh, through, the elements of the, the deal. I feel like there's some clues, though. Like, for instance, like Scorpio is... He's very interested in that yellow suitcase. I wonder whether he's just in it for the fashions. Oh. I wonder if the money is just an excuse. And that this is San Francisco in the early <laughs> 70s after all. I wonder if Scorpio is just a primo hipster who has just come up with the most elaborate cover he possibly can to just get himself a yellow suitcase. Because <laughs> they're hard to get. <laughs> Before Country Road took over as well. Uh, (laughs) um, the other theory is that at this point you don't know if it actually is scorpio scorpio it could be the ghost of the chief talking to you that's right could very well be (laughs) although one wonders why he needs to use the phone you can just haunt them just pop up behind him (laughs) i'm also wondering by the way on the scorpio if it is scorpio and not the ghost of the chief I, i am wondering whether there's there's a there's kind of a vague kind of hookup vibe about this, isn't there? They're like, really? what are you? Really? Is the first thing he asks. What are you? This is, yeah, this is San Francisco. He's asking sexual preference for sure. And then, then Dirty Harry responds with, yeah, I'm a police officer, which is obviously not the right answer. Yeah. And so then he pauses. He's taken aback. Scorpio's going, oh, oh. Oh, I've never heard of that sexual sexual preference. That's a that's a weird one, even for me. And like, so he's, he's thinking it through. I I feel like yeah, this might be a hookup gone wrong. <laughs> San San Francisco's the uh, the city for that sort of hookup. Um. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. The, the, my, my other question about this about the, this call, like just talking about Chico in the in the car there. I, am I the only one? Like, I know, I know, John, you were saying you thought he might be Scorpio, but my first impression of this minute when I was listening to Chico was that, that uh, it turns out that what he's listening to is Dirty Harry saying, hello, hello, but I was sure that he was listening to a cat cu- coughing up a hairball. <laughs> it's just, like, it's, it's kind of this, <laughs> like, sort of noise. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I wonder whether the, uh, maybe, uh, the, maybe Harry's got some voice problems. Like, they're like it's, uh, I, I worry about the, his vocal health. Mm. <laughs> what's that? Oh, sorry, I'm not on. What's that new trend of soft speaking that's taking the world by storm? ADS, I'd forget the acronym about. I don't know this. Like, is, it, is it Ariel Grande? When you say, when you, when you say it's taking the world by storm, I feel like you're using the, the phrase by storm quite liberally there. <laughs> <laughs> What's the soft speaking thing that people are doing? Have you heard about this, Tim? No. Oh. So rappers and stuff are doing it and releasing videos and oh. it's supposed to be sensual or maybe Harry's a... Harry has that oh. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe ahead of his time. 45 years ahead of his time. <laughs> Do you like Harry's acting in this, um, Chaz? Oh, look, I think, I think, I think... I think Clint does a pretty good job. I think, yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling the tension. Like, he certainly, like, he, look, I, I think I think he sort of is communicating the, the tension well enough. As we've established, I think Clint's doing a pretty good job. As we've established in previous minutes, yeah. Harry does tend to play things quite cool. And, uh, yeah, it's still he's doing, the, he's doing the heavy breathing. His eyes are, you know, like, well, Clint doesn't open his eyes an awful lot most of the time. No, but no. his eyes are as open as they get. So I, I'm feeling the alarm. I, what about you guys? Yeah, uh, previous minutes, he, he breathes a lot in this movie, even when he's not under 
physical strain. He's always breathing a lot, but he's mm. he, he looks under control and yeah. he stares very well as he usually does. Just look at the veins standing out, out on his hand. Some prominent veins, Chaz, in his, yeah. uh, in his hand yeah. as he holds the, the phone. I guess that's from running that 100 metres there. <laughs> 10 metres. <laughs> That'll do it to you. Yeah. Oh, Chaz, speaking... Chaz, yeah. speaking of staring, which Clint does so well, who do you mm. think would win against uh, Julie Bishop versus uh, Harry Callahan? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're referring, of course, to the uh, the staring competition yes. that uh, that Julie Bishop once had on our on our show. She actually destroyed a gnome with with, with her staring. It's magical. Um, look, look, I, I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like Dirty Harry would. Well, he'd shoot her, so he would win by definition. <laughs> <laughs> she'd start off strong, but, uh, but uh, she doesn't pack heat. That's her problem. So yeah, no, I think, I think he'd, he'd take it out. He does have a great stare. There is no doubt about that. It's uh, oh, what I wanted to bring up on this though is I wanted to bring up the the lingo from Scorpio because I'm like I know he's a yeah he's a with it kind of hipstery kind of San Francisco type, but I'm gonna bounce you all around town. Number one, like that's that's a. Uh, that's an interesting turn of phrase, but even more interesting, I don't care if you talk to a Pekingese pish- pissing <laughs> against a lamppost. Does that happen a lot in San Francisco? Dogs pissing against lampposts? It seems like a very strange turn of expression. It's, it's quite odd. It's so odd that, in fact, that uh, the other Tim and I were having a discussion just before. He, he assumed it was the dog, whereas I assumed he was talk- it was just an old turn-of-century phrase for a Chinese man <laughs> pissing on a lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there is a bit of casual racism in this movie, so maybe. Maybe you're right. <laughs> Hashtag problematic. Um, <laughs> well, to get a bit darker here, in the, the, the universe of this movie, do you think Scorpio has killed Anne-Mary Deacon at this point in time, Tim? Um... Uh, what, what, she's got air until 3am, they said? Yeah, that's right. I think, I reckon he, he, she was alive at this point. I think he was probably, he was having a, you know, a twisted game with the cops where she actually probably was alive until 3am. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think, at what point does, I know we're flashing forward to future minutes, at what point do you think Scorpio does finally kill Anne Mary Deacon? Is it after he's been stabbed by Harry or is it even, she's dead now, do you think, already? I think she is dead yeah. because because Dirty Harry said she's dead and in this kind of film you don't have the hero who's the only competent yeah. person there say something and then, and then the director say, actually, no, you're an idiot. No, you're <laughs> wrong. Shut up, Harry. You don't get that. So, so I feel like I Fair feel enough. like the fact that Harry was so confidently pronouncing that she was dead, I, I feel like that we're supposed to take it that he's right. Yeah. What do you think, Tim? Too. We'll never know, of course. Well, look, I'm I'm seeing Scorpio say, you know, if I even think you're being followed, the girl dies. So Scorpio is pretty. You know, he's a pretty pretty wild character. Maybe he <laughs> just at that moment thought that Harry's been followed. And, the girl mm. dies. I don't know. Is that all it takes? Maybe. I mean, we're really counting on Scorpio's judgment as to whether he's being followed. It's all That's irrelevant, tough. isn't it? They all, they don't, they um, foreshadow everything by just telling you, don't do this, don't do that, yeah. and then it happens. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They do. They really do. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't be surprising if Scorpio had killed her as soon as he could, because. 
Like we've already established, we talked about Clint Eastwood's acting just now, which is great. Oh, yeah. By contrast, Scorpio is one of the great overactors of, of the 70s. <laughs> he spends the whole time, every time he, he, he gets the sense of blood, his eyes, ooh, he gets all so excited. He's like Crispin Glover on heat. Like he's just, he's just getting so worked up at the thought. Like remember in earlier minutes, uh, this is not our minutes, like you know, 20 minutes earlier, he'd been, when he was tracking down those uh, that uh, the, the, the gay guys coming out of the church or whatever, like the, the, when he thought he'd lost them he, was, he like he looked just so distraught and he saw him again he was like overjoyed the happiest he's ever been so the guy loves to kill there is no doubt about this so I wouldn't be surprised if he killed her at the first opportunity yeah and I think we also got a clue here about where um, Scorpio is because it's pretty likely that he's quite near where the girl is at this point so he can execute his threat or do you think it's just are you just, saying just bluster are you saying they worked in Safeway together <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually she's actually lost in aisle three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting one. The, I I I wonder about the yeah about the about the where he is exactly and who he's and what he's looking at because I I worry like I know what, I know what happens but at this point in time I'm I'm, I'm worried for. For Chico as well, you know, let's not forget Chico, who's, who's loyally following Clint Eastwood, and 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 this this nutter is saying, you know, if if I see anyone following you, you know, the the girl dies, and yeah, you know, Chico could well die as well, you know. So it's uh, I'm worried for him. Chico doesn't seem worried, of course, because Chico is just becoming just he's becoming Rambo by the minute, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's cool. But uh, yeah, that's it. there's a lot of danger here. For sure. <laughs> I think also because they yeah he's he's Scorpio has that threat right after they cut to Chico right so yeah exactly ever since I've seen this movie I've always suspected that Scorpio never sees him he just believes up to this point that the police you know he's got them in their hands and he's never actually sighted he's he's not following Clint at all he's not following Harry at all sorry. But yeah, I, can't, I mean, can't I mean, it makes sense. Is he is he in a chopper? I mean, like it'd be hard to follow him from place to place. Like if he's bouncing him all around town. Oh, I'm talking about which we've already established that Harry has a real breathing issue. Yes, that he's wearing oh, yes. too many clothes, <laughs> and that he and, and that there's a knife strapped to his <laughs> to his ankle. Like, are you worried that he's going to survive this? Like, like Scorpio is very confident in Harry's fitness that he thinks that he can just run him all around town, running from phone booth to phone booth. I, I wouldn't back this guy to to run fifty meters. <laughs> like, it's like a, there's a real heart attack potential here. I feel. I think you're right. If he if he watched Harry get to that first phone booth, he he wouldn't continue <laughs> this game. <laughs> <laughs> He'd end it right there. <laughs> yeah. It all goes back, Chaz. The first, um, the off- the first office scene where Harry comes in after Scorpio. They've got the letter from the rooftop, and Harry sits down. You know, I've been waiting quarter of an hour on my ass waiting for you. After that scene, even then, when Harry sits down, there's an establishing shot. You see Harry breathing, slumped in his chair. And I just don't know if Clint wasn't in the prime in 1971, or if it's just. Yeah. Uh, you're worried that the, that the five meter walk from outside the office into the office yeah. is kind of yeah, it's tucking him out. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I guess we'll see what he's like bouncing from phone booth to phone booth. Yeah. Was, was he a heavy breather in the gauntlet? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he, he just sitting down. He's just <laughs> he had to mop some sweat from his brow. <laughs> he's, he's going through a. Uh, a little bit of a uh, Marlon Brando phase here, I feel, in the early 70s. Well, Tim, one, did you like this this minute? 
Yeah, yeah, no, it is a it is a good minute. I think it's yeah, it's pretty pretty crucial to the next part of the uh, next part of the movie. Sets it up quite well. Yeah, although we're only certainly certainly sets up the next minute well. I think yeah. the second part of the phone call. <laughs> In fact, you could say no other minute would set it up better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could. You could say that. It's like they're, yeah, two peas in a pod. Yep. And once Very again, nice. Tim, too, it's a good, ep- you know, people often yeah, say that, you know, these days with cell phones, you have a lot of plot points that you can't rely on anymore because people have instant surveillance to report to someone else. And this is a pretty good example of that, isn't it? Sid would be out of a job with his... Uh, yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> Another hypothetical. What if Harry, if Harry just went all all marked, uh, Rambo and said, "No, put the girl on the phone now." You know, would Scorpio just hang up and call back? And I suppose it comes back to whether she's dead or not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so if she's dead, then uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I imagine that uh, he uh, probably wouldn't put her on the phone. <laughs> it would it would be it would not be very constructive if he did. <laughs> That would be awkward. <laughs> hey, let's let's. Uh, I think we're all assuming that um, they are playing this sadistic game of cat and mouse. But what if what if this is just part of the process of dating? <laughs> dating in San Francisco. Again, yeah. <laughs> Look, they, they do say playing hard to get works. This is this is pretty hard to get. <laughs> mm, well, that's right. I mean, and you know, there's a there's certainly a history of. Uh, you know, um, police uh, going undercover to, uh, you know, um, convict okay. uh, or, you know, to um, arrest, um, you know, for instance, gay men back in the these yeah. times. And, uh, yeah, and, and as you said earlier, Chaz, you know, Harry's mistake, if, it's, if that's the scenario, is to just say I'm a police <laughs> officer while he's still on the phone. Really, you're supposed to leave that to right to the last minute. You are. You are. <laughs> that's a real schoolboy error. <laughs> Look, it is a city of brotherly love. I wouldn't write anything off. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of uh, Chaz, we were talking last minute about um, about food in general, fast food. Yeah. And if San Francisco famously is um, the home of the Twinkie defense, you know, the, the, the murderer of, the, of the Harvey Milk claimed he was acting because mm. his sugar levels were low. Do you have a favorite American uh, snack that you like? Oh man, you do not have enough minutes for me to talk about American fast food. I actually, this is this is a true story. When I went on my honeymoon yep. to America, my wife got a bit sick uh, on the on the way in, and she basically just stayed in our hotel while I literally spent all day <laughs> this is our honeymoon going out and getting as much fast food as I possibly could. <laughs> I would wake up every morning at like five a.m. Yep. And go on the treadmill for like an hour and a half and just do as much exercise <laughs> as I possibly could so I didn't blow up and then just non stop eat burgers all day. It was very romantic for me. Um, <laughs> sure it was so good for my wife, but yeah, no, I do, I do love the American fast food. To, to, yeah, to answer, to answer your question, my favorite fast food from America is from the Wendy's chain, which is a hamburger chain in America, uh, yeah. not an ice cream chain. Oh. And they have. Uh, what what their version of McFlurries are called Frosties, and there's a cookie dough Frosty, where which honestly <laughs> I just didn't think you could fit that much sugar into one cup. Like it's just you, you might as well just be eating sugar cane. It is it it, it, uh, it is so sugary and it's so fantastic. And I just <laughs> loved it so much. I had about fifty of them. That was so <laughs> <Sounds> good. Great. <laughs> Maybe that's what Scorpio was eating, and before he went on his maniac spree. 
<laughs> I would not be surprised. I definitely wanted to kidnap and kill someone after all my <laughs> cookie dough first. <laughs> that was my defense. That was my Twinkie defense. Chaz, did, did you end up buying any back for your wife? <laughs> uh, look, look, I didn't forget her. I didn't forget her every single day after being out for 12 hours buying fast food. I always brought some back for her. So don't say I didn't think of my wife. <laughs> Do not move. I, uh, I, did, I did bring a lot back for her. And, and that, look, it's true that she had food poisoning. And so that probably wasn't very helpful. But, you know, <laughs> I did eat it for her when she didn't want it. That's so, it. you know, I, I, was, I was thinking about it twice in that <laughs> respect. So, yeah, I was a good husband. <laughs> That sounds brilliant. She had no regrets, I'm sure, at that point in time, days after she had, she had tied the knot with this psycho. Plus, plus the fact that you were about 50 kilos heavier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that as well. I was very much reenacting the, the process Clint Eastwood was going through when he was running to that phone booth. There was a lot of heavy breathing going on. And not the, not the kind of heavy breathing you expect on your honeymoon. The heavy breathing you <laughs> too many frosties. <laughs> Do you like paydays, um, payday bars, Chaz? Payday bars, they're great. They're yeah. great. Although I, I, would, I would say that, Bit that salty. I feel like America, I feel like America isn't the best at chocolate bars. Like I think America is better yeah. at burgers. Yeah. It's uh, like a, ice creams and chocolate bars were a little bit disappointing. Drinks, very good drinks, soft drinks. Oh, 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 yeah, <laughs> plenty of them. But um, yeah, I feel like England is better. Like, I'm a bit of a junk food connoisseur around the world. <laughs> I feel like England is the place you want to go for chips and chocolates, and America is the place you want to go for burgers. Oh, nice. Uh, San Francisco, I think, only has one In-N-Out burger, so I was lucky to get there, mm. and that seemed all right, but I didn't see what the fuss like was. I mean, it was nice, cheap, I guess, cheaper yeah. than here. But... Yeah. Yeah, look, I, 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 think it, I think the hype is a bit over the top for the In-N-Out burger, I've got to say, especially given that this is America, where there are literally... Yeah. 30 other burger chains. I'm not sure it stands out. Well, that's pretty much all I had noted down for this minute to Tim's and Chaz. Any any final thoughts? I, the only thing I would say is that, like, I, I, this is my fifth minute with you guys, and every single minute I seem to spend talking about how stupid everyone in this movie is. But <laughs> this, was, this, was the, this was the minute when I, I felt like Scorpio proved that he's stupid as well because <laughs> the, the, the only thing I would know is that, is that he says, what are you? I, I'm still going with the sexual preference theory here, but whatever. I'm warming to that Clint too. Clint Eastwood says, I'm a police officer, <laughs> and he is he's flummoxed by this. There's, what, 10 seconds of silence? Yeah. Oh, going, hello, hello, hello again. Who the fuck did you expect? Like, like, did you expect it to be a pizza guy? Like, of course it was going to be a police officer. Why are you surprised by this, Scorpio? So the fact that Scorpio was, was so flummoxed, he couldn't even speak for 10 seconds. He had to collect his thoughts. I, I'm, I'm calling Scorpio as a bit of an idiot. There we go. <laughs> That's all I have to add. Well, Chaz, many thanks for joining us. It is a pleasure. I am going to go off and watch the rest of Dirty Harry immediately, <laughs> to be honest. I've, I've, my, my whistle has been wetted. Nice. Well, and Tim won. Thanks for joining us. Mm, no problem. All right. Well, thanks, Chaz. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. We'll catch listeners on Dirty Harry, Harry Minutes. Minutes.